podcast my name is dalton and joining me this week well we got a jrpg so you all know exactly who we had to bring in so without further ado i mean he is the jrpg report man himself james how you doing buddy hey man how's it going i'm doing just fine thanks for having me on dude yeah man for sure i have to say that uh you're gaining the reputation as our jrpg guy because as soon as it, Chrono Trigger was announced, uh, at least one person, uh, I know Nate, messaged me and was like, "Oh, JRPG! I know who's going to be the guest." <laughs> is that is, now? Is that a good or bad thing? I don't know if that's like, "Oh man, this James is on again." Nah, nah. Nate, <laughs> Nate said he he enjoys the episodes that you're on. So, oh, very good, very good. Well, so. what's up, Nate? Thanks for the shout out. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and we'll go ahead and give him the shout-out, because he is the, the Patreon who gets the shout-out every episode so far. So, what's up, Nate? Oh. How you doing, buddy? Oh, <laughs> he's Mr. Patreon, then. Yes, he is the cog in the machine. <laughs> Mr. Cogsworth, as I call him right now. Cogsworth, nice. Terrible man. Nice. <laughs> uh, so, sir, I was listening to your show earlier, your most recent episode. Um, okay which is, if everybody listening, I'm going to have you plug this again at the end, but okay. I, I get all of my JRPG news from the JRPG Report, which is James's podcast that is a weekly show, comes out on Thursdays? Yes, unless Normally. otherwise noted. Yeah, yeah. We, we try to drop every Thursday afternoon. Yeah, which wonderful show, straight to the point, everything you need to know about JRPGs or anything that you might not think you need to know, but then when you hear it, you're like... <laughs> Oh, I needed to know that, and I have an example of that written here. So, Ooh, for, ex- for instance, sir, I heard you mention uh, a certain game called Sinren Ninja Tyson Neptune Shoujo Tachi no Kyoen. That was way better than I did. <laughs> oh, dude, I sat here, I heard you say that, and I sat here and practiced it. <laughs> I, uh, I I know about the Sinren Kagura games. Um, okay, I haven't played them. Like, do you know much about them? Um, I've got one of them on Vita, I believe. Okay. And yeah. I played a few minutes of it. It is um, ninja type games where various clothings slowly come off. Is that the idea of it? Uh, yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty much. It it is an action game, like a almost like a warriors esque game. At least the one that okay. I played. Uh, I know they have different versions, but yeah, clothes come off, damage is done, uh, bounces are happening. <laughs> It's that so it fits right into Neptunia, then. I dude, I when I <laughs> when I heard you say that it was a Neptunia crossover, I went, oh yeah, 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 that yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> Did you give a right. classic Wayne's World reaction like swing, swing, yeah. nice, <laughs> yeah? Because I was thinking, because I'm I'm sitting there and I was like, well, that might be odd if they're in their CPU forms because they all mm-hmm. look like teenagers. But then when you were like green heart, purple heart, I was like, oh, all right, yeah, mm-hmm. that'll work. That'll that work. form. <laughs> Yeah, those four. <laughs> the one that's yeah. at least pushing like 16, so it's not quite as creepy feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. You know, and 
really they're all probably like thousands of years old or something, you know. You know how the old trope goes. Whatever you need to justify it in your mind, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to uh checking that out. I that that seemed interesting to me. But the one I, I'm it does sound interesting, although I that would probably be something do you think we'll we'll see that in the West? Oh no, I doubt it. No, okay. <laughs> no, I doubt it. I uh, if we did, I would be surprised. I would buy it, but I'd be surprised. Um mm-hmm. If if that ever did come over here, I bet it would be a few years from now. Where it's just like we need to release something. Oh, fuck it, let's port this. Mm-hmm. You know, that, or why not? Right? Or uh, there's a possibility it gets a fan translation because you know <laughs> the people that really <laughs> want to play it. It's an action RPG, so I mean, it wouldn't even take that much translation. Yeah, uh, no, exactly. And really, it's probably going to be one of those games where you could probably get your way through it if you just wanted to play and see what the game is like you know what i mean like i know that yes. uh happy console gamer and this brings me to the, the next game that i have written down uh he played through ease nine uh the japanese version for the first, oh. like when he first played it and he said that he didn't really know what was going on but he had a great time playing it yeah and oh, then, i mean and that's never been the issue like we could get through those games especially the action rpgs it's like you know it's more like the turn-based heavy narrative ones that like you really do need a translation of some sorts yeah, yeah. I, it always pained me when I would uh, download a ROM or something of a Super Nintendo game that sounded cool, and then I'd load it up, and it was not in English. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, I know this is an RPG, because that's what I was looking for. So, back to the drawing board. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, uh, the first time I tried to play the first Star Ocean, like, obviously, there was no way to play it other than right. ROMs. And uh, I didn't know that there was a patched one at first, so I was trying to like go through in the Japanese version, and I was just like, "Man, this is just not." It's fun, but I would really like to know what the hell's going on. Yeah, especially Star Ocean, you would really want some story to go along with exactly what in the world you're doing. Yeah, I'm like, why is why is this dude turning to stone? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> why but am I, I jumping to planets? This is weird. I found uh, a translation, and okay. yeah, a lot more made sense. But Ease Nine, man, I am so excited for that to release on Steam. Uh, I believe it's. Sometime during the summer, I don't know the exact yes. date. It is uh, is forever from now. Uh, <laughs> I know it, it wasn't long enough to wait a year and a half for it to come to the west, but then PC's like, you know what? How about another six months? That seems about right. <sighs> yes, but uh, but to the, to your point of something that you said on your show, and again, I direct everybody to go check out the JRPG <laughs> report. Um, is that more and more JRPG games are starting to come to PC? Like almost, I never. Th- all of them, really. I never thought I'd see the day that Kingdom Hearts would be on anything other than PlayStation, and then all of a sudden now it's on PC, and I think Xbox, and I think it's yeah. been on Xbox actually. I think three came out on it, but I was very surprised yeah. to see that come on PC, and it didn't really surprise me that uh, Epic got them. You know what I mean? Because Epic's been right. getting weird things like that. Like I think they had first access to Dragon Quest, mm-hmm. uh, the Echoes of uh, the S Definitive. Five other words. That one. Yeah. Echoes uh, of Loose of Age, Definitive Edition, Definitive Version 2.0. S, yeah. Yeah, exactly. S. Yeah. <laughs> SV5, ne- Neptunia, you know, crossover. Yeah, I don't know. Just <laughs> insanity. Yeah. No, and the, so the other point that I think I made similarly was like, well, why are these games taking longer to get on PC unless it's some sort of exclusive window? Because you have no physical demands whatsoever. It's always going to be a digital, so I don't understand why there's the delay. To be quite frank, uh, my my only guess would be uh, the PC market can be very. 
they can be sticklers, I guess. And it's mm. like if you release a game that you're you can't unlimit the frames, uh, if you release oh, a game that's not okay. in full like 4K or ability to go to 8K and all this bullshit, that peop- there's going to be a small sect of people that are going to bitch and complain, right? So you've got to make it for fourteen thousand different configurations. That's really the biggest problems. Yeah, because you have to uh, think about all the different resolutions that there might be for people on their monitors, going all the way down to you know eight eight hundred by six hundred sometimes mm. uh, for those old. Not that I don't think new games go that far down anymore, but you know you get my point. All the way right. up to four K, they kind of have to take that into account. And I assume that that equals more coding. I could be Probably. wrong because you know, I don't Probably. really know a ton about the development. Uh, I would I would want to be more on the story side, not the. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I would like to learn some coding, but oh boy, man, that is not it's not easy something to just jump into. You know? <laughs> oh no, I would not even. You know, I've done enough light light coding for websites. It's like I don't even want to think about what's required for a game development. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially like I was reading a thing the other day, and I think it was maybe the new Final Fantasy VII uh, remake that they were talking about that. There are more polygons in a strand of Cloud's hair than there are <laughs> in some of the original PlayStation games. Oh, gosh, yeah. Like, the I mean, entire it's not game. Even close. And I'm like, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, the, the amount of data is is insane. And go, go quickly, before I forget to make this point, you're talking about right. PC and Kingdom Hearts. How funny is it it's on PC but not on Switch? That is kind of strange. That is kind of strange. You know, I, I, I feel one. like... I could understand if three wouldn't run on Switch because that's a very no game. no I I don't expect three to ever even try to run on Switch. But yeah, one one point or one point five and two point five, I think they yeah. could totally go on Switch. Like you know, I, maybe it's because three see why can't. Not. They won't tell that part of the story. That that's impossible. But but Kingdom Hearts is also weird, and it's like you know how some games have spinoffs and they just don't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, Kingdom Hearts, it's like every spinoff story is canon <laughs> and part of it. Like, even the phone game was, like, tied into the lore. And it was like, oh if you wanted gosh. to learn about it, you played the mobile game. Because that was the story of the Keyblade War and all that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that, that always irritated me because I was, you know, I only played the console versions. I didn't play them, the offshoots. And I was like, okay, I know something's going on here, but I don't have the time required, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, I never got <clears throat> super far into that game, and I think now they're shutting down the online servers, so it's like you can still play it, yeah. but there's no more online stuff, which that doesn't bother me any. No, it was it it was what it was. But uh, so one last thing before we dive into Chrono Trigger, <laughs> uh, this game I had never heard of called Edge of Eternity was oh yeah sitting in my Steam cart two days ago. Are you serious? It was. It's still on sale for sixteen bucks until okay. like I don't know, like a week or so, uh, mm-hmm. maybe maybe a little more. But I plan on buying it, right? So it's sitting there because they have this big thing on the Steam page. It's like buy it now before the price goes up when it comes out of early access. <laughs> so I looked at it and I'm like, ah, you know, I've never heard James talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> that was timely, <laughs> dude. I, I swear, I swear, my hand up, like. That was the thought I had, and I was like, I've never even heard this mentioned. Like, uh, maybe I'll wait. No shit. Two days later, your new episode comes out. You start talking about Edge of Eternity, and I was like, oh, that game sounds awesome. I should have bought it. <laughs> and I mean, it, and thankfully, it went all the way up to $20, right? So, not yeah. like you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, save a few bucks, of course. But, yeah, no, uh, 
so you know that was episode 160. And I know I've mentioned it in passing a couple times, but it's kind of like I said in the podcast. It's not a game that I went into detail just because it's been stuck in that early access hell for three or four years. I mean, it has been a long time in development and has come a long way. Kind of looked like poo at the beginning, and now it actually looks like a real video game. So yeah, I'm screen- excited about it. The screenshots on Steam look really nice. Yeah, I, I so. think PC is going to look phenomenal. I think... Um, PlayStation 5 will really look good. 4 will probably still look fine, but I think this is a next... By, by now, is now a next-generation title. It needs to be played that way. Yeah, I I agree with that. I agree with that. I uh, I look forward to it. I'm, like I said, I'm going to pick it up. I got some uh, work to do Monday, so I'll probably take some money out of that and snag it while it's hopefully still on sale. Let me know what you think about it, too, because <laughs> I've heard uh, you know previous things were not great about it, but it like I said, it's come a long way, and I'd love to see how it looks and then plays now. Yeah, the uh, the Steam uh, comments that I saw, or you know how it tells you like overall, and then recent overall mm-hmm. was mixed, but recent was like mostly positive. So okay, which I mean that's what you'd expect, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, uh, all right, let's just dive into it. Let me get out the uh, <laughs> obli- obligatory Wikipedia bullshit. Uh, Chrono Trigger <laughs> is, a, is a 1995 role-playing video game developed and published by Square. It was originally released for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System as the first game in the Chrono series. The game's development team included three designers that Square dubbed the quote-unquote Dream Team. Uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, the creator of Square's successful Final Fantasy series, Yuji Hori, a freelance designer and creator of Enix's popular Dragon Quest series, and Akira Toriyama, the character designer of Dragon Quest and author of the Dragon Ball manga series. Pause. What <laughs> what a fucking crew that is. That's I mean, it was dubbed the Dream Team for a reason. And like wow. <laughs> <laughs> Even at that time, everybody knew what it was. And it's like you look at it now, it's like, oh my gosh, these people are just legends. legends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I knew Akira Toriyama uh, had something to do with it, but I had no idea about the other two. Wow. That's mm-hmm. that's impressive. So it says, uh, in addition, uh, Kazuhiko Aoki produced the game. Uh, Masato Kaito wrote Mm. most of the story, while composer uh, Yasunori Mitsuda wrote most of the soundtrack before falling ill and deferring the remaining tracks to Final Fantasy series composer Nobuo Uematsu. (laughs) Uh, Another titan. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's just a small little segment. It's like, oh yeah, uh, Uematsu worked on it just a little bit. Uh, uh, What? And I actually have it noted that the music in this game is phenomenal. The ba- the battle music, that bass line, slaps. Yes. Oh, I want to learn. Oh, it. yeah. A, a lot of it is uh, Masuda's, and his work really shown, I, I think, in, in the sequel, Chrono Cross. While the music is still phenomenal in Trigger, he really hit his stride with Cross. And that's, um, he was a game that he worked on here recently. I don't know. He just did something. Um, not too long ago as well. So they're, I mean, these guys are still doing it all these years later. Now I got to ask, uh, the general consensus that I've heard about Chrono Cross is that music is awesome. Game. Not so much. Uh, oh, cross. Uh, yeah. yeah. Chrono Cross. They changed enough about it to where if you played trigger first, you're kind of like, well, I, I know this is a sequel, but is it as much like, it looks the part, obviously, a PlayStation 1 game as opposed to a you know Super Nintendo game, so there's going to be some differences, but slight connections in the storyline, battle system completely different, uh, just overall feel very different. You can tell they're connected, but not in the, in the good ways, 
as much as I would have liked it to have been. I still love that experience. I love Chrono Cross, but yeah, I would like to yeah. play through it. I would like. You to definitely play. should, especially after you get done with this one. Yeah, I wish. Spoilers. Uh, this week kicked my ass, ladies and gentlemen. So I haven't quite <laughs> finished it, but we're going to cover it anyway. And I am going to finish it uh, because I would like to see it through to the end. Um, I never have. Uh, so before I'm going to ask you. Uh, what was your first experience with it? But before we get there, so I've got it on Nintendo DS, mm-hmm. um, which I played on my 2DS XL. And then okay. I also have it on Steam. Um, it was released, uh, the port of the DS version, or the, yeah, the DS version was July 2nd, 2008, mm. uh, was when it was announced. And I think it was released around then too. And then Windows came out February 27th, 2018. Mm-hmm. Just released it, no announcement, no nothing. Just <laughs> boom. There you go. It's, it's on Steam. And Bam. The the Windows version includes all of the content from the Nintendo DS port, um, the higher resolution graphics from the mobile release, support for mouse and keyboard controls, and an auto save feature, along with additional content such as wallpaper and music. Um, the PC port did receive negative reception at first, though, because the graphics apparently sucked and it had some additional <laughs> glitches, and the UI was still the phone UI. Um, and they apparently <laughs> shit the bed when it came to the control scheme for keyboard and mouse and control and controllers. So <laughs> I, I uh, can understand that. I mean, you're, you're taking a, a DS, which, you know, goes from super Nintendo to PlayStation one to three <laughs> D to do two DS. I'm sorry. I guess DS at the time. And yeah, the then DS. tries to make it into a mobile hybrid PC game. That's not going to work. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, starting April 10th, 2018, and the last one being released on August 3rd, 2018, they released five major updates that basically fixed all of it. So okay. this has, uh, from what I've read in other places, rapidly become the uh, definitive way to play it because it looks good, it's got good UI, and it has all the extra stuff in it as well. Yeah, um, so now, I mean... It, I was, I was going to say, or you, you want to know when, when I played it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to know about the original version, I assume, is when you first played it. was As a wee lad of, you know, 14 or 15, yeah, 95, 96, whenever it finally got, you know, into my chubby little <laughs> teenager <laughs> hands. Uh, I Yeah, I experienced it pretty much exactly. You know, it, back then it would have been, I guess, the Christmas after that it got released, I would have gotten it. Um, that for many years was still the best version of the game on Super Nintendo. The DS made some good improvements to it. The PS1 version, so <laughs> <laughs> I give I give them kudos for adding the anime cutscenes by Toriyama. They are amazing. Yeah, and I guess really those good. are in the that's in that version as well. Yeah, but <laughs> trying to the load times are horrendous. Not I'm not talking about loading screens. I'm talking about battle loading. And <laughs> you just kind of sit there for a minute while the enemies and you're all waiting to attack until it finally gets it finally catches uh, up to itself. Yeah, I read something too that was like on the PlayStation version, you can hit the button to open the menu and it'll go black and then like 10 seconds later the menu will <laughs> pop up and I'm like, "Oh, that's yeah. that's harsh." Yeah, it's like it's like how do we go backwards from a cartridge to a disc, you know? <sighs> Yeah, that's <laughs> it. It was rough. I, you know, of course, you know, players like myself who played on Super, it's like had no issues whatsoever. It was a perfect 
game from beginning, as far as I can remember. I did not remember anything wrong with it whatsoever. Um, Super Nintendo games, <laughs> you know, they're so pixelated. And when you try to up-res these things, it doesn't always work out very well. Um, not to mention the controls were just perfect on the Super Nintendo pad. So it took a long time. I think the DS did a very admirable job of doing it. I thought that was a good addition. I'd love to see how it is on Steam. Now this had those improvements, exactly how it plays and looks and what, yeah. you know, the mobile version I don't want to deal with. But I know some people probably scoff at me, but like I played with the high res graphics. Okay. It just, it made the, the buildings and stuff look a little smoother. Mm-hmm. Like actually, actually the buildings looked a hell of a lot different to be honest with you, but the characters looked smoother. Um, there, it added maybe like a little bit of a blur to it, but I think that was just post-processing stuff. That you makes I mean? sense. To, to kind of brighten it, maybe some bloom. I don't know. But, I mean, it wasn't bad enough that I couldn't deal with it. You know what I mean? Right. But I really liked it. Uh, it made me realize that Ayla, that's not a tail that she had. It's like a cape no. thingy. <laughs> I always thought she had a tail. It looks like a monkey tail, which, you know, if you know Toriyama and Dragon Ball, would not be that far out of place. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> From Son Goku. Uh, so I always kind of thought that as well, you know, because he runs around on all fours as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a great character. I mean, who, who else throws a cave girl into a game and it works as your, you know, party member? <laughs> well, so my, my first experience with this game was uh, the, I, I emulated it. I'm not going to lie. And oh, no. I have this. <laughs> I, I didn't have a Super Nintendo growing up. You know what I mean? But like, definitively, every list that I look at had three fucking games on it that were Super Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, you already know what they are. I'm sure everybody listening already knows what they are. But I'm going to say them anyway. Okay, <laughs> throw it, it out cro- there. Chrono Trigger, Earth, <laughs> Earthbound, okay, and and Final Fantasy three slash Final Fantasy six. Absolutely. Every time. So I said, well, damn it. I guess I have to play these games. Because they're on every list that I look at. And it was always <laughs> the top three in just different orders. Like, yeah. maybe one of them Earthbound was one. One of them Final Fantasy was... You know, it, was it was always the same. So, But I have this thing, and I think we may have talked about this before. Like, I've got an issue with beating games, right? A and bad I, I know, issue, pal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And I know uh, this show's helping me with that. Uh, not This week, not so much, but it's helping me with that. But, like, also, when I emulate games... I almost never beat games that I emulate. Hmm. And I don't know why. I but I feel like if I own this game, then I'll beat it because I don't I can't even tell you why. It's like I just assume that it's going to mess up at some point and I'm going to have to start over, right? I just hmm. assume every game is a Bethesda game and I'm just going <laughs> to hit a That's game a horrible assumption. glitch. <laughs> it's, the, it's the game breaking glitch and everything, right? Maybe and then it's I'm like always, the, the the inner PS1 or PS2 uh, that you might lose your memory card uh, idea. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I just lost a thousand hours of gameplay. <laughs> yeah. It's just that little, that, just that little corruption square. Oh. No, oh. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> all, all that Monster Rancher time. <laughs> oh, gosh. God. <laughs> I went through every disc in the house. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. But so. I bought this game for DS, which at the time I got it for like thirty something bucks. Ain't bad, like, really. I was like, "That's not bad." And no, and now I look now, and it's gone up since I got it a few years ago. And okay. I, I didn't expect the DS version to be more expensive. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's climbing. I think now I saw a copy for like fifty bucks or something like that. 
Yeah, I don't think it was pushed in great numbers, especially in the West. So, you know, it, it was probably not easy to find even brand new for thirty five. So, yeah, oh, I I bought that and Bravely Second at the same time, and uh, I had never played Bravely Default, so I don't know what's going on in Bravely Second. <laughs> That probably but, wasn't your best choice ever. No, no it's but got it a was, two in the title. You should probably at least see if they're connected. It was uh, <laughs> it, it was cheap though, and I assumed that I would eventually get Bravely Default, but okay. I, ne- I never did. Uh, I guess I still could, even though they took they're taking the store down. I'm sure at some point. Uh, I'm sure, but you know, I, I can still play the games that I can get physical copies of, <laughs> which is why that's always a good choice for some some of these. System. So you bought this on on DS back in the day, but you, you didn't play it, or you played it a little bit. Uh, I got I got up to the point that uh, spoiler alert. If you don't, well, spoiler alert for the whole episode. I don't even. I'm not going to tell you to skip anything. So uh, I got up to the point that Chrono dies. Okay. And then I believe it splits everybody, and then you have to kind of go gather people. Yeah, I I mean you definitely got to regroup. So okay, so yeah, that was where I got in the DS version. Uh, and then this time, playing through the Steam version, I got to uh, reforging the Masamune. Okay. So anything that you want to touch on after that, I'm going to be relying on you because I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know if we have to as much since you haven't experienced it. I think that's one of those things like I would – we can talk a little bit, but I, I feel like you should really experience it. We can, we can talk about a ton of things without ruining the ending. Yeah. So. Okay. That, yeah, that's fine with me. Okay. Um first thing that I noticed when I first played this was that battles were seamless. Now, I can't... Mm. Back when you first played this, and this was like a new thing, I'm sure like this game was like <laughs> holy shit, what is this, right? Yes. The, you're going from turn-based and no, not seeing enemies on the screen and just random battles, right? And now you you can't avoid most of them, but you can at least see it's coming, right? And Chrono yeah. Trigger does such a playful way of doing it like you know the one in the forest right about below the castle where the the two imps are like rolling themselves back and forth to each other yeah and then you stumble <laughs> upon them and they're like ah and then they attack you uh, i mean <laughs> that is that never stops in the game like that it has a playfulness to it it's dead serious as well but yeah, just being able to see an enemy like okay if i do run just right i can't actually scoot right by here Oh, but then there's a you know an owl in a tree with a bell that's going to alert everybody, and I'm going yeah, to have to that, fight them next. Those sons of a bitches! I can't tell you how many times I would <laughs> sneak around some dinosaurs, and then accidentally hit a bird, and then all the dinosaurs ran up to join the battle, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. all right, here we go. Yeah, I mean, in addition, of course, <laughs> not only do you see the enemies, but there's no you know the the is that is your playing field. That is where the battle is going to take place. It's not a separate screen as well, so. At the time, it just completely blew your mind that this was even possible. And honestly, there's not been many games that did it after either. Like, <laughs> you still have separate battle screens for things. That's yeah. Or you don't see the enemies as much. It's just, it took a long time to get back to that. It's uh, Yeah, it's been only within recent years that I would say that RPG started steering more towards that. And usually... Mm-hmm turn-based games still have a trans like some sort of uh transfer over to the yeah. battle instead of just boom it's happening yeah. or or you know if you take like dragon quest 11 yeah they're on the screen and you fight them but then you know more enemies appear like even with a lot of times with trigger you saw how many enemies were going to be in that fight you knew exactly what it was going to be up against yep yeah 
Uh, one, one instance of the kind of jokey stuff to me uh, was I think I was going up this mountain that had these bird people that kept like, uh-huh. they had, like the bird ninjas. And there's just <laughs> one on this little cliff. And I walk over and talk to him and he's like, Shh, shut up. You're going to ruin this ambush. Yes. And then I walk down the ladder and him and his buddy <laughs> ambush me. <laughs> Or the ones like it looks like he's throwing little pebbles, but I guess he's throwing like shuriken or something. I, you know, a lot of it's up to interpretation back in the day. Yeah. But yeah, they can hit you with, and that triggers the battle. Um, you know, there's no uh, there's no penalty or advantage to surprising anybody or they're surprising you. It's going to be the same no matter what. But very humorous, and like I said, that just never stops. It's so good. Yeah. Well, that little bird that was throwing stuff at me. He was across the way. Well, I eventually made my way over there, and mm-hmm. I went to attack him, and he just jumped across the river and then kept throwing stuff at me. He's like, nope, nope, I'm going over here. <laughs> I was like, oh, you, you little bastard, I'm going to let you live, because that was funny. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, the Oh, man, my mind just blanked when I was trying to think of the... Uh, like, literally, my mind blanked when I was trying to think of That's what okay. I was about to say. Dead air is awesome for podcasting. <laughs> Luckily, uh, truncate silence take care of, takes care of that. <laughs> oh, what was it? The uh, it, had, it was something to do with the battles. I mean, are you going to talk like the active time battle system in terms of you know taking the idea from Final Fantasy two or four and perfecting it like that. <laughs> That feeling of like I got to make a split decision, or I've got to go down this list of spells, or to the right tech that I want to do in the right amount of time. It's uh, oh, that yeah, balance yeah. of strategy, timing, and and staying on top of it was just masterfully done. I switched that over to wait. Did you? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just because I was like, I kept pressing the wrong shit. And okay. It, it was. I was like, no. So I did put it over on wait. Um, but I, I can see that it might be a little bit different too with PC, not having a controller in your hand. That you don't have to really think about. It's just second nature. Might be a little different. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was. Super Nintendo uh, was so basic. Yeah, I, I, uh, well, I would use that excuse, except I played it on my Xbox controller. But okay, well, I mean, you didn't <laughs> yeah. have to say that. But I guess it, everybody knows by now. Nah, I mean, it, I'm, I'm, I'm honest <laughs> with the listeners. It's all good. Like, I'll probably end up leaving me mind blanking in there just because it's like, oh well, you know, fuck it, I'm human. <laughs> I'm sure they expect that by now too. Like, oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, well, hell. I'll just curse until I think about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, usually that helps. You just throw obscenities out there, and eventually it comes It comes to. Um, so who was your party? Like, who, like, uh, through, I know, you know, parts of the game, you have to kind of choose different people, but, like, at the end, your definitive group. Oh, man. I. It's hard to go away from... You know, Chrono, you, and Frog is is tough to get out of there. Uh, I don't know if we ruined it by saying his name, but um, <laughs> no, no, yeah. Fro- Frog is like uh, it's like Gabe or something, right? Glenn, yeah, Glenn, yeah, yeah, uh, the Squire. Um, that that's only because their tech attacks like X Strike. I mean, they're so well balanced, and you know, you need a magic person in there, so it usually was. Um, I think the princess's name. Oh my gosh, Marl. Um, so yeah, probably your first three was hard for me to go away from. I enjoyed using the other ones, kind of leading up to fights, which is kind of what I've always done in you know JRPGs. Is you've got your main crew, and then you you'll use some other ones along the way. 
But then <laughs> when it gets, you know, pushed and shut, yep. it's hard to go away from that. Uh, Luke yep. is obviously great with her magic as well. And, you know, Aya comes in, she's the muscle. And then, you know, if you choose correctly, you could add that uh, other party member. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Magus, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Which I never used him. I, I don't know why. He's awesome. But he's probably the last person into the, to the lineup for me. Uh, everything that I've seen about Magus, it's like, He's really, really good, but you get him late in the game. So if you want him to be at his best, you have to go farm. Yep. You really got to put in the time, which I wasn't willing to do. Yeah. And everything that I've seen says that I have to, well, not have to, but I should farm with uh, Ayla until she has charm, which is like the steel <laughs> ability, I guess. It's fantastic. Yeah, you can charm in dinosaurs. is always fun. <laughs> I don't know why I heard, I heard Ginosaurus and Ginosaurus Rex. <laughs> now I'm just thinking like this big scary vagina. Uh, all right, uh, let's let's not go there. No, <laughs> no, we don't. We can. I mean, that's just, that's creepy, but we can do that. <laughs> no, yeah, charm. I, I almost forgot about charm. Oh my gosh, yeah, or boulder tosses. I mean, she's she's obviously a wild character and a wild card in in battle, but maybe two. You know. I don't think she really has any magic, if at all. And no, she's just like apparently uh, she just uses her fists, and yeah. that <laughs> strength is based like fist strength is based on your level. So mm-hmm. she hits the hardest in the game if you have her max level. She will hit the hardest with her regular attacks. I can see that. Um, now the PC and the DS version have an updated translation. Okay, and I can totally tell. Because the guide I was using was for the Super Nintendo version. And <laughs> anything that Frog said in the guide was way more Old English than it oh, was yes. in this. Like, he didn't do, like, the canst thou and stuff. Like, he still oh. said things that you would back then, but he, it wasn't laid on as thick. Really? Oh, that's a shame, yeah. actually. Yeah. Like, he still... Like, you could tell he was a British noble. That's what he sounded like. <laughs> but it wasn't like, uh, thou wast fair maiden, doeth they walk tie thy way to, you know. <laughs> All that stuff. I don't know, when his theme music starts playing, when he makes his entrances, um, or when, you know, you're going to go get the Myers domain and it finally gets powered up and he does that giant slice on the mountain to open up I was the way. just about to say like yeah oh, I, my memory I, I'm getting him, the feels like right now remembering that <laughs> <laughs> my my one memory of frog is yeah is him just slicing that mountain in half just boom <laughs> like, we'll oh, go I'll this make, way <laughs> I'll make you a door don't just stand back <laughs> that yeah, beam going up into the heavens like oh man it, like that sword is used that's a mainstay in GRPGs I mean uh, Sephiroth's sword little different but um yeah like i don't know like that game made it so powerful and you could still use it later on in the game it wasn't like it got obsolete by more powerful equipment later on it was still pretty powerful for a long time they they nailed it with that yeah and, it, I, and of course yeah. it's it's a, a boss that splits apart and loses its power and you got to defeat it and it's like this whole big ordeal like what i've got to fight my weapon <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was the the interesting thing is when I walked in there and it was just the two little kids and then they turned into the Masa and Mune. Oh, man. That's not like, an easy fight. I was like, oh, man. And then I beat them and they're like, oh, okay. Well, now we'll just do the uh, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z formation. Total. 
It was totally the fusion, yes. Yeah. yeah, thank you. That was the word I couldn't think of, fusion. Yeah, they did the fusion <laughs> thing, boom, and they become this giant monstrosity. <laughs> like, no, oh, man, that shockwave they send that jack out. That, the um, the boss fights in this game, and you've not even experienced the, the truest, toughest ones. Like, they will destroy you, and you'll have to go back and grind for a while, head back to the sewers, whatever you need to do. Um, they're... they're <sighs> Obviously, I guess if you're going to play it on white mode, you're going to have not as much trouble with it. But being inactive and not having time to do what you need to do, they'll, they'll wipe you out in a matter of time. No matter. Yeah, yeah. And, and the wait mode, man, that's just <laughs> that's that's just because like sometimes I'm like, all right, do I want to do a normal ability? Do I want to do a combo? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Do I need to hit this thing with a magic? Uh <laughs> And by then, they would have just wiped half my party while I'm trying to make that split decision. <laughs> uh, there's one boss fight in particular. Have you went back? Uh, I, I, my mind's foggy is about how far exactly you've gotten, but to the uh, the Kingdom of Magic, have you made it that far? The Kingdom of Magic. That does. It's not in the past. Super. I've been to the past a few times. Um, okay. I went the the one. Is it where all the all the monsters are in town instead? 600 AD. Uh, it's not, not quite. Um, no. Okay. There's one that's on top of a mountain and, uh, you've got to rescue a certain somebody and that fight, I even going back and playing it again, I still die a couple of times every time. I'm just, your party's not ready for it. It's, it's one of those, like, you know, it's a tear jump, like, <laughs> Oh yeah. All, yeah. all of a sudden it gets real hard, real fast and you've got to go back and grind and yeah. Oh my gosh. Now, Chrono Trigger is a game that I've not actually played in a while. Um, I don't know if you do this to games, but it's on a pedestal. And I prefer to stay there. (laughs) I don't want anything to ruin that sacred memory that I have as a teenager, right? Yeah, I I understand that. I can't do it. Even to this day, I've not played it uh, outside of my teenage years. I played it a couple times back then, and I played it on the DS when it came out, but... I guess so. I was in my twenties when that happened, but not as uh, not as an old man. I've not played it again. <laughs> um, okay, well, I actually there's a, there's a point I'd like to get to right there, but real quick, Marley or Marl, mm-hmm. what 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 did you always say? Marl, I assume is what you yeah. said. I would say Marl. That, yeah, that's what I always said too. And I'm like, what a weird name. Marl. It is weird. It's like, it's not a very princessy name. Not at all. So <laughs> I sat there trying to remember, and I was stubborn. I didn't Google it. I was trying to remember what her name was, and I was just going to change her name to that. And I could not remember Nadia for the life of me. <laughs> so I just went I just went with Marl. And yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to try to call her Marley. But nope, it's Marl. Nope, can't do it. No and Marley. Like, There's no Y at the of, end. You meet this like really pretty girl. Looks like she could be the princess. And she's like, hi, my name's Marl. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, okay. Oh. I'm... I'm Hi. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, uh, so, what was your one comment on the uh, Discord channel that you keep on fighting the robot? What's his name? Oh, um, Gato. <laughs> Gato <laughs> with his, the rapping robot. <laughs> yeah, the giant cat rapping robot. Okay, so yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about that. I you gotta get them that. points, yo. <laughs> I farmed that thing for like hours because I wanted all of the best gear right there in the beginning to get a little no, head, we've head all been start. there. Um, and the silver sword did last me a good while. I'll give you that. It does. Like, yeah. Uh, the armor was kind of a waste, but the, the silver sword was nice. Um, but 
I killed Gato probably 30 times before I realized that he was telling me, your card's full, I can't give you any more points. Oh, no. So I went and turned in my 200, even though mm-hmm. I had just racked up like 500, and then had to go and get more. And it's, nice. Oh, man, it was defeating. But I spent, I was watching Dave uh, from Tadpog, shout out to Tadpog, uh, I was watching Dave's stream, and I think, it, yeah, his whole stream, I was just fighting Gato. <laughs> just going back and forth. Best stream of all time. I'm just going to go farm this robot for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then when I was when I was streaming it on Twitch, uh, I was like trying to pay attention to the game, but I was also like talking to people in chat. Yeah. So I was just like not paying attention to what I was doing. I ended up dying because I wasn't paying attention to my health. Oh like, no! It was rough. It was rough. <laughs> Nobody's ever died against Gato before. That's that's killer. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't think I died against Gato. Okay, uh, okay. I didn't know no, I could. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was a battle later on. But okay, and you uh, were. Paying, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. But no, with Gato, yeah, dude. I solid at least three, four hours that I farmed him. Wow. Uh, was it worth it? Absolutely not. But, you didn't do the the monster races or the. Uh... I, I did. I did a couple monster races. Uh, <laughs> I saved the little girl's kitty. Uh, I did of course. Not, what kind I, of monster are you? You got to. Did not take homeboy's lunch either. Oh, um, but, but you needed that lunch. It was good. It was a good item. <laughs> I I made, or I waited for Marl to mm-hmm. look at the jewelry and candy and stuff. Um, I did not ask her to sell her necklace. So in theory, I should have gotten not you guilty should, across you the board. You should have been innocent. You, of course, you know it doesn't matter. Yeah, I got I got okay. not guilty all for one. Okay. The last dude was like guilty. I was like, "Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There were two of them that said guilty." And I was like, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> Fuck Did you even because, listen to the evidence? <laughs> because I, I okay, I ran into her and then I went and picked up her necklace, but I gave it to her. Like right. I didn't steal it. I didn't try to get her to hawk it. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> but it's funny how this game like you end up being the cause of your own uh-huh. Pain and pains in the ass because it's like you're only doing going through this because you caused there to be a justice system. That's kind of deep, man. You know, and it's like, and then, and then like the world starts to end because you fuck with Magus when he's trying to stop the world from ending, and like it's, yeah. you know, all, all of that shit. It's just wild how this game. He like, was trying to summon so he could defeat it then when it wasn't fully ready to. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. For for a game in 1995, thinking about time and its connections along 65 million years or whatever, yeah, that's yeah. that's a lot to think about. <laughs> the, the, the whole butterfly effect. You know, it's funny as I had the thought. I'm like, man, this game does not give a fuck about the butterfly effect. And then mm. the further I got into it, I was like, oh, they're brilliant. Okay, yes. okay, I see what they're doing now. Yeah, okay. So that they do care about the butterfly effect. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, it, 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 it's connected. Yeah, your choices matter. Um. <laughs> so b- before we get to this uh, final part where I, I think we might argue a little bit, actually. Okay. Um, anything else that you'd like to touch on from the, the game? The only Any thing that i So the thing I really do not understand is I thought one of the best aspects of the battle system in particular was the techs. And combining the techs two and threes into really ultimate attacks that you needed later on. There's only been a handful, if any games that have done that since then. Um, oh yeah. We didn't even touch on that. Yeah. The tech, the tech things are really cool. The combo moves. So impressive. It's so much fun. And you really did need to do a lot of those 
in order to succeed later on in the game. Of course, high level magic helps as, as well. But yeah, there's a hand, like a handful, like you know, in the Sukunin games, if you cast a couple magic at the same time, they'll combine and make different magics. But in terms of really combining, like Trails does it a little bit. Um, in the Sky series, you can combine uh, attacks, but nothing like Chrono Trigger did. And I think that was one of the things I was disappointed in Cross was they got, you know, they kind of got away from that in a lot of aspects. But that was always, you know, especially in the active time battle system, really having to pick and choose. And like, you know, you'd be waiting on the to go from a gray highlighted to a white, which means you could use that tech attack that you really wanted to like that. Yeah. So have enough time to do that before <laughs> before he hits type of deal. Yeah, just man. masterful. But yeah, if you're talking about just from story to gameplay <laughs> to characters to plot twists to it, it was just the ultimate package of a game that really had no negatives to it in my opinion yeah and i mean with the team that worked on it how the hell could you go wrong <laughs> that would have been bad like right it, yeah, <laughs> if you yeah, got all I, this talent together and all this money and it's it's it okay i guess um, i mean <laughs> You know, there there are certain Final Fantasy games that we just won't bring up because maybe they didn't have anything to do with those. <laughs> mm. No, <laughs> I don't. No, probably not. As far as, as far as these early games, man, this was like, this is probably the pinnacle. You know, like I said, those three games that are always mentioned: Chrono Trigger, Earthbound, Final Fantasy VI. Yes, and the, Chrono Trigger blurs the line. And it goes from not only greatest RPG JRPG, it goes over into greatest of all time. Period. That's yeah, the yeah, leap yeah. that it makes. Yeah, um, it definitely bleeds over. Like those lists that I was talking about reading were not always just Super Nintendo lists. Mm-hmm. It was like I would Google what are the greatest RPGs of all time that I need the classic RPGs that I are, I need to play because I wanted to know. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to know the history of that's you know and never failed, always there. I was kind of hoping that you hadn't like even touched the DS version. Like if this was the very first time you had played it and how it would have like. For anybody, if you played a game growing up and you play it now, it's not going to be the same. And this game was a product of its time. I I really wonder how if somebody played like, oh, I've I've heard this is the greatest, you know, RPG of all time, and they play it and they're disappointed, right? Because it doesn't compare to games after it in terms of graphics and uh, presentation and all that type of stuff. I was I was always curious about that aspect. Well, you know. Even even playing on the DS version when I did, and em, even hell, even emulating the Super Nintendo version, like I took it for what it was. Like, okay, this is an older RPG, and granted, not everyone is me, and not everyone's gonna give things the benefit of the doubt. Not everybody's gonna be generous with mm-hmm. like expectations. But going into this and being like, all right, this is a Super Nintendo game that seemed to accomplish more than some PlayStation games that I played. Mm, yeah. Was really it said something. And to have a story as good as it did packed onto a little fucking cartridge <laughs> that's like <laughs> six megabytes. And you can and it's not even six megabytes. I think wow. Star Star Ocean was the biggest game on the Super Nintendo that I know of and I think it was like six megabytes. Oh, so gosh. <laughs> Chrono Trigger was smaller than that and it told a better story in say four megabytes than some games do that are I don't know a hundred megabytes or a hundred megabytes the fuck a hundred gigabytes yes you know it's it's insane to me 
but that's, that's just that's crazy. Like I just think about that a thumbnail for YouTube, the max is two megabytes. So a picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. An entire game was three times that big. That's brother. that's just crazy. Brother, there are pictures on your phone right now, I guarantee it, that are bigger than the entire Nintendo library. Oh, easy. Yes. Like, I have all the NES games, every one of them, even the Japanese. Well, I don't actually, I think it might be all the American. I don't know. There's like 900 <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a file on my computer. And it takes up a minuscule amount. It's like 40 megabytes or something like that. <laughs> you know, it's some stupid low it amount. It fit on for, a CD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's insane. It's they're they're small enough that you know uh, I don't know how uh, fluent you are with USB drives, but like the uh, XFAT thirty two, like the old. Yep. Okay, so you can't put anything on those that's bigger than like four gigs. Yeah, that's always <laughs> you find that stuff out the hard way. Yeah, kills me. Yeah, kills me. Kills me all the <laughs> time because my, my play- and all that stuff. Yeah, my PlayStation three is one of my PlayStation threes is jailbroken, so I can put older like emulation stuff on there, and it's like. I start getting problems when I get into the PS2 games, but I can put every Nintendo game, every Sega Master System game, every Super oh, Nintendo gosh. game, every Genesis game, and it just doesn't even come close to the maximum, like, oh, you can't move this on here because it's larger than four. Blah, blah, blah. you got to make your shit oh, smaller. My. Oh, my gosh. No, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Just You've got plenty of room. Do it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, you got 32 gigs on you. This game is 4.5 gigs. Uh you can handle that extra point five. It's okay. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> but uh, you can do it, buddy. <laughs> but so to wrap up, the, th- the thing that I think we may argue with a little bit. So we have had a previous conversation about games that should not be touched. Oh, okay. Right, and we both agreed that Chrono Trigger is one of those games that should not be touched. True. I ha- I have an addendum to that. Okay. I don't I'm think listening. it should. I don't want it to get the Final Fantasy VII remake. I don't need them to add anything to it. But I think if they wanted to bring this game into modern eyes and avoid some of the problems that you were talking about, how people might not want to be able to, like, oh, I don't really want to go back and play that, but they might want to experience it. I think the way they did Trials of Mana would be viable for this because they just took Trials of Mana, hmm. made it pretty, and released it. They, It's the same story. It's the same path. It's the same length. They didn't add anything. They just made it pretty and put it out for new people to experience now. And I, I think that that could work, but I, I I could almost get on board with that. I think probably when we had that conversation before, that was before Trials of Mana. So every time yeah. they've tried to do this before, it's not worked. That game in particular was exactly how to do it, and they did it right. Now Trials of Mana is not a sacred cow, <laughs> so this they could do that. True. Um, this is also true. You, you know they 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 tried to remake Secret of Mana which is much more sacred to especially to western audiences and it failed miserably. So Yeah, but see they that's tried to my change worry. too much there in my opinion. They like, did. They did. They 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 tried to change everything and it didn't work. So I mean, I would at this point like I would probably be more open to the idea. I don't think it's ever going to happen, so I don't think we have anything to worry about. Um but like so what if they made a game that looked like the anime cutscenes, right? I mean, that would be, yeah. they could do that now. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do the uh, like cell shade the characters and everything. It would be sweet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're not going to be able to keep. They're going to change it so much because you just can't HD Super Nintendo games. It doesn't work at all. You can't HD no, yeah. PS One games. They 
they have to be pretty much remade. And yeah, but if you as long as the, they didn't, if they could keep the battle system, and they don't touch the story, which I think even what was it added? The DS actually, they said they added a couple. Uh, yeah, it, it added some extra dungeons. Yeah, which I wasn't actually I wasn't aware of that. So I learned something in doing some some re <laughs> rebrushing up on the on the topic, but. Um, yeah, keep the multiple endings, keep everything the same, and just try to do it. I, I could, I've come around on that a little bit more. I wouldn't love to see it at first, but if somebody did it right, then I'd embrace it. Yeah, and thinking about the the, uh, the graphical style that you're talking about, uh, the way that they've done recent Dragon Ball Z games would be perfect. Yes, I agree. You know th- that that three D but super cell shaded still looks drawn, but is really polished. Like well, I think that I mean would be that's a good that's style. Toriyama as well, so that would seem to be an easy translation. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I think I think it would work, man. I think it would work. I, I would uh, as long as it's not a mobile uh, oh offshoot. God. <laughs> oh god! All right, so yeah, let's 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 wrap up on that. Let's. What is up with all of these fucking mobile games lately, dude? I know. I guess it's big in Japan. Is that the thing? It's it's so huge in Japan that. that you know, I think we've even talked about the difference in, in lifestyle over there where public transportation is everything in Japan. So you have yeah. people with these long train rides. They got to have something to do. It was the mobile market, you know, in handheld market. And the phones are just so powerful. And you've already got one. It just made sense for them to do it this way. And you brought in this whole casual crowd that caught on very quickly. It's, it's, a, it's a numbers game. And they yeah. can't avoid it. They makes they sense. want to, but it makes so much money they just cannot avoid it at this point. And they just it's gonna it's not gonna get any better. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> it's almost like I can imagine that they put out these mobile games and gotcha games and stuff to fund the games that they really want to make. It is. Like, you're you're probably hitting the nail on the head right there. That seems like a very good steady income because man, how many times I don't know if this affects you or not, but like how many times I've been playing a mobile game and I'm so tempted to just pay that dollar ninety nine so I don't have to deal <laughs> with ads anymore or whatever. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. And then boom, that's two dollars they make. And there's probably a million other people that had that thought at the same time. Boom, there's two million dollars. That's all it takes. And you you have to <laughs> like so I don't really I, I I don't really fault them because these games take three these triple A big title games, three and four years of constant development millions of dollars. How are you going to just pay for that? Because, yeah, that game will probably recoup its costs and make a few dollars, but you need money in the meantime <laughs> yeah. to make it. And that's where it's coming from. It's these mobile offshoots. That's, that's They're not going anywhere. It's unfortunate. I, I, can you hear the frustration in my voice <laughs> each week as I report on these things? Oh, yeah, when you're like, <laughs> all right, this next one's... A mobile release. I, that's why, dude. I laughed so hard with your uh, April Fool's joke when you were like, "This is now a mobile-only JRPG podcast." And I had to because I listened to it a few days after, so I was like, "What?" And then I looked and saw the date that it was released. And I went, "Oh, thank God!" <laughs> I took it. I took it for about two minutes. It's as long as I could keep without laughing. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's every week. I mean, I'm reporting on if it's not exclusively to mobile, it's a mobile offshoot. It's you know, a, a pocket version of it. Um, there's just so many different things. And there's, I mean, there has been a few quality. Like I, I've talked about um, Fantasia a couple of times. It looks of quality. It's not a gotcha game. So that's good. 
yeah. prefer to talk about those titles, but um, at least you know where that's coming from, and you don't have to pay every month to play it, other than Apple Play, which is you know Apple um, Apple Arcade, but. Yeah, which they've got some cool stuff like that. That clap hands golf looks awesome. That's coming out. It's so much fun, dude. It's oh, it's already it out. <laughs> oh, that's 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 badass. Yeah, like you got to play it differently. Like even I put my controller up to it, and it doesn't play like the old games. You still have to do a little bit different, which I don't love. But what are you gonna do, right? Um, it's still it. It is as close as we can get to out of bounds and some older games, which put way too much time into <laughs> yeah i've still got world tour on my ps3 oh man love that game it's funny like so you know i bought everybody's golf for my dad i think i told you about that last time you were yes on. so <laughs> since the last time i've talked to you about that he's found people that he likes to play with they have their little friend group thing mm-hmm. and uh they're from all over the world and uh he's like man typing on this keyboard on the screen is a pain in the ass and i just oh god at, i looked at him i said do you want a keyboard? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I mean, you got an extra one? I said, Dad, I got a Bluetooth keyboard that I'm not using. He's like, yeah. Boom. So I brought it to him, and I said, I also got a busted pair of blue, uh, Turtle Beach headphones. I was like, they work really well, but they just won't fit your head right because they're both kind of broken and taped. He goes, <laughs> no, you know, I'll just wait till you get your new pair, and I'll take your old pair. <laughs> All right. So later that night, like my new pair was coming in two days. Later that night, he's like, can I use those Turtle Beach headphones? <laughs> and I was like, ah, that didn't take long. Yes, you can. So I hooked them up. And yes. then now he's got my old good ones. But That's awesome, it's just, man. It's nice, man. Like, I'll go out to get a drink at like 2 o'clock in the morning. He'll be up playing with somebody from Thailand. Just like That's funny. That, <laughs> you're, you're bringing back so many memories. That's exactly what I did on Out of Bounds on PS3. Like, I'd play it. And, yeah, I had, I had my keyboard. Hooked up to it so I could type. And then other people were yeah, they were using the controller to type out. So I was like, are you insane? Like, yeah. I don't have four years to wait for you to type this in like it was a 1990s cell phone. Uh, you got to get... <laughs> let's go. <laughs> type. Yeah, dude. Especially on the PS3. Who brutal. Good Lord. Was, that interface was not friendly. It was not, but it was so much fun to play with people. That was a whole new experience. Like, oh, I can play with people around the world and have a lot of fun. This is cool. My uh, my experience with World Tour, I, I think that's what it's called, is... Hot Shots Golf World Tour. Uh, I could be wrong. It might be out of bounds. Like, hell, I don't know. It's been so long. Uh, <laughs> but there was this one course in particular. It was a par three. And I played it over and over and over for days until I got a hole in one. Oh, wow. Because it was just like you'd hit it and there was like a little lake between yes. you and it went down and there was the green. So. Over and over and over, just smacking it in there until I finally got that hole in one and was like, yes. And then I I don't even know if I've loaded that game since. Wow. <laughs> I had played so much of it at that point. Uh, and then my dad took over and he fucking maxed out every character. Like, he ended up really liking Kratos of all people. Oh, I love playing with Kratos. Yeah. So, like, because yeah, Kratos would just cream that ball. Like, par fives? Yes. Nah, par three. Those two, those two <laughs> extra are just there for buffer. Like,. <laughs> oh, yeah, or you could reach the green on par fours and two. Yeah, it was yeah. just not even close. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah, that was a um, lot of, yeah, that game was fantastic. And, like, I think that's why I didn't like the PS4 version of, you know, making your own player. Like, I actually enjoyed playing with those custom-made characters, you know, not custom but, you know, characters in the game and find your own perfect ones that you loved. And you could buy the DLC, extra courses, extra characters if you want to. Yeah, they they got some dollars from me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. My dad's got all the uh, 
all the DLC courses and stuff. And then one day I was in, I think I sent a, a picture of this to you actually. Uh, he was playing the everybody's golf and he says, Dalton, Dalton, come here. You got to see this. So I walked in there and he's looking at somebody who had made their character look like Al Bundy. Oh my gosh. It was great. <laughs> and <laughs> he went to go tell my mom about it. And as he walked in there, I copied it so he would have it. And then oh. when, he came, when he came back, he looked and he goes, Oh, how'd you do that? So now he can play as Al Bundy, and I showed him how to copy people. So now it's like if somebody has a, a jacket he likes, he'll copy it so he can have that jacket. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, uh, let me let me do some wrap-up stuff here real quick, buddy, and then I'll let sure. you go. So uh, we have started with uh, Steamy now gives us five choices, and we put them. I put them up for a poll on the Discord. Um, nice. If anybody listening wants to join the Discord, if you go to the steam machine podcast.wordpress.com because i have not paid to take wordpress off that yet uh if you will go there uh there is a link to the discord click it boom it'll send you a link you can join the discord and you can have your voice be heard vote <laughs> and uh, it's your american right to vote do it yes or your british right or your australian Whatever. right or your wherever you live it is your yeah. right Actually, you know what? Wherever you live, it is your American right <laughs> to vote on this poll. And uh, the winner this week with five five votes was Pokemon Uranium. What is that? I don't even know that was a game. So Pokemon Uranium is a game that was made in RPG Maker with this set that's called the Pokemon Essentials set. So it's a PC game. Like, it is made for PC. Oh, but it has all of the makings of a Pokemon game. Um, but this particular version, all of them are what they call fake Mon. Mm-hmm. So they came up with them for this game. Okay, um, so they won't get sued. Yeah, basically. But there, there are there are games that use Pokemon too. Uh, like there is one that's based on. Do you remember the fusion thing that was going wild for there for a while? Fusion. People thing. would go to the Pokemon Fusion Generator. And they would put in two Pokemon, and it would show you what they look like if they fused them together. If I say yes, will you believe me? <laughs> no, I won't. No. Okay. Yeah, I knew. I knew I, well, you know. So there was this thing. There was a site that you could do this, and somebody okay. took that took that idea and made a game out of it. And you can actually catch two Pokemon, then go to this place and fuse them together. Um, but that's not Uranium. That's another one that I have that I don't remember the name of it. Um, but Uranium is supposedly like way more edgy than normal Pokemon games. Okay. So, we'll see. So, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> what was funny is that Ryan messaged me, and he's like, hey, man, if Pokemon wins this, I want in on it. And I said, oh, all right, that's fine. So, he messaged, I messaged him today, and I said, hey, man, Pokemon won. Do I need to uh, send it over to you, or can you find it online? And he writes me, and he goes, man, I got to back out. And I was like, what happened, buddy? And he's like, my car broke down, and I got to pick up extra hours to pay for that. And I went, oh, oh man. That fucking sucks. And he's like, bro, this summer break cannot get here soon enough. So we hope it can. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we send our love to you, buddy. We hope we hope you hope things tip up for you. Um, but this oh, week. That's if you, rough, yeah. If you want to come vote on this week, uh, the poll choices are Missed Masterpiece Edition, uh, Serious Sam 3, uh, the King of Fighters 2002 Unlimited Match, Kingdom Come Deliverance, and Session. Those are the five. And let me tell you, let me tell you, <laughs> you 
King of Fighters coming in strong. I am. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. So yeah, that <laughs> looks like what may unless unless all the listeners say I want to do something different. You want to tell me? Uh, do you want me to tell you what I voted for? Yeah, sure. Just because I I think you should be punished. I think you should have to play Mist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I mean, obviously I didn't play the Masterpiece Edition, but having to you know put this CD ROM in there and play Mist way back in the day and not having a clue what you're supposed to do, point and clicking <laughs> on towers and stuff. So I think you should def, but I don't think that's going to win at this point. So everybody just, dude, it's, uh, it's like, it's looking it. heavy towards King of fighters, but <laughs> which is, but, I mean, is that not a fighting game? Oh yeah, it totally is. Okay. It's so that, that'd be a, a short, um, short week for that one. That shouldn't take very long. Yeah, to me, that I feel like people voting for that are the people that watch me on Twitch. They're like, yes, we want to see you get beat up. Because <laughs> I'm bad at fighting games. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, so uh, before I plug my shit, plug plug yours, my friend. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, everybody. yeah. Uh, there's this, We do a little weekly podcast every uh, Thursday afternoon unless something happens. Like this week, it ended up coming out Friday because, you know, work happens. But... Uh, yeah, we, we talk about all the latest JRPG news um, that happened in the past week, unless I missed a story or something like that. But yeah, it's a, we have a lot of fun on there. It's a, it's the polar opposite of Dalton's. It is family-friendly and completely clean. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you don't uh, worry about anybody overhearing anything. You can listen to the car on the way. It's, it's, we just talk about all the, all the news, the games coming out, stuff I'm playing at the time. But uh, yeah, just... Updates on stuff like 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 we talked about this week. It was Edge of Edge of Eternity coming out and excitement levels, hyping up games, uh, all that all that fun stuff. We we still have our uh, our YouTube channel is a growing, so that's where I put all the trailers and gameplays and live streams and stuff like that. So yeah, man, eight hundred subscribers. Congratulations on that. Thank you, thank you. I think we just hit like eight thirty. So like like I beg on this, like if we get to a thousand, YouTube will throw some pennies at me every week. And that'd yeah. be awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah, that would be awesome. For sure. Uh, yeah, the YouTube, the podcast, I can't recommend them enough. It's it's good stuff. And sometimes I'm there. on there and you get to hear me behave myself, which is wild, right? I'm I so know. proud of you when you come on, man. I really... <laughs> <laughs> I know, because you, you know how I normally talk, so you know that I could get an Oscar for me being on your show. I, I think in all of our conversations, <laughs> I only had to edit like one or two words. It was it was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I do really try to censor myself. Uh, there are times that I get excited when we're talking about something, and one will slip out, and then I'll immediately <laughs> be like, oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm proud of you because, you know, as a as a father and, a, you know, an older gentleman, I guess I'm going to call myself. <laughs> I know it's not easy. Like, uh, I hang around with my nephews and my brothers and, you know, they they're not they don't hold back sometimes. It's like, yeah, you know, it's it's not easy to do. And I, I applaud the effort. I really do. I'm, that's that's not easy to do. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I try for you, brother. I try. <laughs> if you would like to find us on social media, you can go to uh, facebook.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast, or you can find us over on Twitter. It's at Steam underscore podcast. Um, if Facebook groups are more your thing, there's the Steam Machine Podcast Lounge, where uh, most of the time it's usually just me sharing little memes that I think are funny. But, you know, if you would like to join in on the memes or come and talk, that's your thing. Come join, talk it up. Um, 
like I said, the Steam Machine Podcast.wordpress.com. We got the website going. Um, there are links to everything on there. There's a link to the Facebook. There's a link to the Twitter. Uh, there's a link to my Twitch page if you want to watch me stream on Tuesdays and whenever else I feel like it. Um, there's a link to my music. Hey, do you like the music that plays at the beginning and end of this sh- show? There's a link to my Bandcamp. You might be able to you could pick up uh, an album or two on there. It would always help me out. And um, actually, I think something that's not on the website that I've been meaning to add is if you want a shirt, uh, we're on Threadless, threadless.com. Uh, I believe it's TSMMP Productions. And you can find a nice show logo shirt or you can get a, uh, a mask with it on there. You can get shoes with it on there. You can get underwear with Steamy right on your crotch. You can get underwear. Are you serious? I didn't oh, dude, know that. <laughs> dude, when you make a threadless thing, they're like, what do you want your design on? Click whatever applies. And, dude, there's so much. Like, I think there's baby onesies that you can get with the Steam Machine log logo. It's, it's so ridiculous. That is awesome. But do you want a steamy crotch? Everybody wants a steamy crotch. Get you some Steam Machine underwear and show think, it off. I think they make a powder for that, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> some, some calcum powder. <laughs> no tal- talcum powder. Yeah, just, just put it in there. But yeah, man, you get you get you some swag. Send us a picture of it, man. Like I don't even care if it's just you and your you in some steam machine underwear, you in a shirt. If it's you in a mask, you in some shoes. You know, if you got a backpack with it on there, dude, send a picture of it. Let me see it because I want to make a collage of everything. Now, obviously, if you're in your underwear, I'll keep that one for my personal sake. Don't worry. But I was about to say, I'm pretty sure you just asked for pictures of dudes in their underwear. But that's your podcast, and that's what you maybe, roll with. Maybe it's not all dudes. We got, like, I think Anchor tells me that we have, like, an 8% female to 92% male. That's awesome. Like that. So That's you know. very representative of the, the planet. So there you go. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the gamers, yes. No, that, mine's, the, the, mine's the same way, bro. It's, I mean, <laughs> maybe 10 at, out on a good week. but Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's about all my social media bullshit, man. Uh, I appreciate the hell out of you coming on, brother. Uh, I know I've kept you for over an hour, and I am very appreciative of you, um, especially right now with not having uh, the guest every week. You know, uh, getting them where I can is is nice. And I knew when I pulled a JRPG, I had my handy dandy JRPG man that I can always rely on. You absolutely can, and it was always fun re- revisiting this one. But yeah, anytime you have one on, even if I'm not. Uh... Even if I've not actually played it, I wouldn't mind coming on and uh, uh, saying why I've not played it because it's garbage, and I'm glad that you're <laughs> playing it instead. Oh yeah, I can't wait to pull something like obscure that even you have not played or heard of, like uh, <laughs> I don't know, like a record of Algorist War Generations. Oh yeah, or something. I've got yeah. one of those. Was that a PS PS3? I think, I think they were a PS3 and Vita games. Yeah, yeah, I've got the one that says Zero on it. I'm looking at it right now. Oh okay, but... Zero Generation. So that's the prequel. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if Zeros is long, but I know that Record of Agris War Generations, the first one, is, I think, just the main story is like 120 hours. Hmm, and okay. com- Completionist is like 280 or something. Some ridiculous Holy amount. Holy cow. <laughs> some ridiculous Persona 5 level of No, no. <laughs> that is not Persona 5, my friend. That was 120. Because <laughs> we did it twice, we know exactly how long it is. Uh, <laughs> you're talking like my level of uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two craziness. <laughs> oh, that's that's another series that I hope eventually gets ported to PC so I can dive into it. I wouldn't hold my breath. Yeah, I know, and that's just like I saw the thing about Persona Five coming to the Epic Store, and it hasn't happened yet, and that makes me a sad panda. 
Don't believe these lies. They just get your hopes up. <laughs> well, on that note, he's Ryan. Or he's Ryan. Wow. He's, <laughs> I've never he, been called that before. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. You're, you're, a, you're a real Ryan, but he's James. <laughs> I'm Dalton. RIP DMX. As always, guys, take it easy.